1: Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: The numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa. You want those idiots who believe in analytics?
2: Good a Thursday morning tune is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus. Hi, Hard Radio, YouTube TV, however you're taking us in this morning. We appreciate it. It's all brought to you by BetMGM, Nevada. It is Gil Alexander. Glad you joined us. Uh, Elliot Bowman in for Jeff Parlay this morning. Elliot, you good? You all good? Elliot with an accent, though from a region of the country that really doesn't produce accents. We'll get into that later. Uh, we got a good show today. Bill Krakenberger in studio, unscripted. Always fun when we have Billy in studio. He will be here hour number two. Uh, good things to say about sports books. bad things to say about certain... Uh, Far away sportsbooks, I believe. Uh, We'll get into that with Bill, among other things, um, that he has tipped me off on. We do have Will Hill, uh, host of the New York City cast, talk football and baseball with him. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, been able to talk to Warren Sharp, Aaron Schatz from Football Outsiders, pretty much everybody under the sun about football. But haven't had a chance to talk to uh, Pro Football Focus's Eric Eager. We will do that here momentarily. Uh, first, this morning, though, a couple things. One, let's get the tennis picks out of the way. Yesterday, two and two in tennis. I think we lost 22 cents of juice, hit the two in the morning, didn't get the two in the afternoon. Uh, choppy, that's for sure this week. Very choppy. Um, not really doing much either way. Today, two plays, one big dog on the ladies' side, one big dog on the men's side. These aren't till later uh, in the day Up in Canada, the ladies in Toronto, the men in Montreal. On the ladies' side, now, again, these I made last night. So, CLV, we're certainly getting a bunch of that. Hasn't really translated into a flood of wins, let's put it that way. But I got uh, Kinwin Zhang last night at plus 164 against Bianca Andreescu. Zhang is plus 144 now. I would not get it. I I would not do it much lower than that. If if it slips into the plus 130s, I I would not play it. So, again, I wish the show was on last night when I made the bets, but I got 20 cents better on the uh, on the line that it is currently. But at plus 144, uh, it is teetering in the trigger uh, range. Pablo Carreño Busta, this was the line that made the least sense to me. I uh, got Carreño Busta at plus 185 last night against Yannick Sinner. Uh, Recency with Sinner, he won a tournament, beat Carlitos in the finals a couple weeks back. So people are all about Sinner. Sinner's a great young player. Will be tremendous. Uh, will have a great career. But the hardcore numbers simply don't jibe with this price. And so uh, Carreño Busta right now is not plus one eighty five. He's about plus one seventy now. I would still play it. I would not get. I would not play that any lower than plus one sixty. So again, uh, CLV, yeah, we're getting that done. Hasn't necessarily translated to wins, but. Uh, we're betting the process, as some would say. So Zhang and Carino Busta, your two tennis plays of the day. All right, preseason football. I know there was a Hall of Fame game, but preseason football begins in earnest tonight. And though I am not myself a big preseason better in the National Football League, uh, we just thought we would stop down the show here for a second today and just sort of speak to new bettors or newish ish bettors who may not have ever dabbled in preseason betting before, and just give a sort of little primer 101 deal on NFL preseason. We've talked about various things over time, but we never really uh, packaged them into one little segment. So just for, for those who are new to it or are thinking about it with preseason betting, just the sort of bullet points, the tenets that you need to know. Remember, three weeks of preseason now as opposed to four, which has been the case for most of our lifetime. By the way, it was six preseason games back in the day. Way back in the day, which just must have been brutal, but those guys were never in shape anyway, so maybe they needed the six. But it's been four for most of a lifetime now. It's three. That fourth game gets replaced by an off week before the regular season, and so you know one of our big preseason, We never do. We rarely do trends on this show. But for whatever reason, for preseason football, we bring them up. Dr. Bob had a great one going into week two of preseason that was just tried and true through the years. That kind of goes by the wayside now since there's no fourth game. So the nature of who coaches play necessarily in week two doesn't, doesn't sort of jibe with how it used to be. They, they treat three weeks differently than they'll treat four. So we can't get into that. But as far as the macro tenets of betting preseason football, uh, number one, Basically comes down to unders and underdogs. Let's start with the underdogs first, and we'll uh we'll give credit here to OddShark on this. Going back to nineteen ninety-five, which is far as uh, as far back as the OddShark database goes, underdogs eight forty-four, seven twenty-seven, and fifty-one. That's fifty-three point seven percent against the spread. Remember, fifty-two point four percent is break even, fifty-three point seven percent, which might not sound like a lot to you. Over a huge sample size like that is pretty significant for underdogs in preseason. Dogs also, talking about the last three preseasons, if you want to condense it, 58, 49, and 4. So that's also 54.2%. And then uh, if you go to last five, it's 56% over the last five seasons, talking about underdogs. And then 53.5% over the last 10 seasons. So basically, no matter the increment you put it on, underdogs is a pretty tried and true thing. Uh, The people at NumberFire sort of give us more context on this as well. Um, Talking about underdogs, there are strong spread bets, as we just mentioned, 53% over time, as we just mentioned, but far from a no-brainer on outright. So if you think, oh, well, I'll just bet the outright on the underdog, yeah, that not so much. Uh, 36% on those, um, generally speaking. So, again, not a no-brainer. Obviously, that's going to make you some money at times, too, but not a no-brainer. We're talking about against the spread with underdogs. Uh, they also add some other stuff, uh, including the notion that bigger favorites, uh, while they have good win rates, have poor cover rates as well, even poorer. So big favorites defined as four points or more, while they win at 71%, their cover rates are 35.5%. Now, if we get to unders, and unders being tried and true, remember that was underdogs, unders 58.8% over time, and that is that gets even better on the high end. Uh, this from number fire as well. If the totals go below thirty-five or above forty, unders hit at a really at an amazing rate of sixty-four point eight percent. But now keep in mind this preseason, none of this, and this is why we, we sort of hesitate to just talk numbers because things are fluid, things change. Unders are creeping lower and lower now for the preseason. We're seeing some thirty-ones out there. I mean, my goodness. So I don't know that you can really rely on on those historical numbers, but just for primers' sake, historically, underdogs and unders have been the way to go. So, just proceed with caution. Now, now, point number two on NFL preseason really sort of trumps everything. If I were to bet preseason, this would be the tenet that I would absolutely follow, which is just simply follow the news, curate your Twitter feed, follow beat reporters for every team. Your best, I would imagine, your best success rate, if you could only choose one of these points— Your best would be to just get ahead of the news. Sometimes sports betting can be that simple and in a little window like NFL preseason, much like we talk about with the NFL draft, just knowing who's going to play for how long they're going to play, who's not going to play. That's probably uh, your key way to success as well. Line moves. We always talk about line moves. Um, In something like the NFL preseason, you might argue that line moves are more significant than they are in the regular season because... One might assume, you know what they say about assuming, but one might assume that line moves in the preseason are generally more professional betters getting ahead of that very news or acting on that very news we just talked about in the previous bullet point. So line moves matter. Tonight we have a game. There's two games tonight. One of them, remember the Patriots were two-point favorites, now they're two-point dogs. Why? Because Brian Dable, the head coach of the New York Giants, came out publicly and said, hey, I'm playing everybody. So when he did that, the line moved – that meant something. So line moves, I would argue, matter more during what we used to call the exhibition season, uh, perhaps more than they do during the regular season. Although that could be argued with because there's massive uh, market during the regular season. But I think you understand the point about the information and that generally being driven by professional betters. Then there's the matter of head coaches. Some head coaches just take this seem to take this more seriously than others if that's what you believe is reflected in their records. John Harbaugh who coaches uh the Baltimore Ravens, the Ravens in action tonight, 4 point favorites against Tennessee Titans. Uh Harbaugh led teams 37 and 15, 71.1% against the uh excuse me, total 37 and 15, 12 and 1 straight up in week 1s of preseason and of course 20 and 0 in their last 20 since 2016. So no matter how you slice it, that 20-0 and 0 is just absolutely ridiculous. By the way, we're showing best coaches against the spread. Harbaugh we show at 36-15-1. Note that Pete Carroll's also in there, 26-16-1 against the spread. Um, he's been impressive. By the way, the Buffalo Bills, 10-5 uh, as a uh, team. Sean McDermott, there 10 10-4-1 against the spread. So those guys really known for their preseason prowess. Temperature, maybe not as often talked about. But sometimes when these games get to really high temperatures, much more likely in August than any time during the regular season, uh, unders really happen again in games with temperatures of at least 90 degrees Fahrenheit. The under eight and one in the last nine. Again, we're not a show that talks about trends very much, but for preseason, well, these are kind of interesting because it's just a little sort of betting anomaly here in a three-week window. What games might that apply to this weekend? Well, there's two games in Florida: Browns at Jaguars tomorrow, Dolphins at Buccaneers the next day on Saturday totals right now teetering in the low thirties though. Again, totals just creeping lower and lower. So keep that in mind. Quarterback depth and quarterback battles matter in preseason. Keep those in mind. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold with Carolina, Trubisky, Rudolph and Pickett in Pittsburgh, Gino and drew Locke in Seattle. Maybe those are teams that you might gravitate towards bets because the quarterback competition is that more fierce. And then we talked about this with drew Dinsick. Little earlier in the week is simply from a, and this is more for the advanced betters. But don't don't get greedy with preseason. If you're making teaser bets in the preseason through key numbers, try not to just flood the board with them at every opportunity. Because if you if you just don't want to alert bookmakers that you know what you're doing, maybe just don't get greedy with those and do those uh, uh, in a tempered fashion. Again, the two games tonight, though, Giants at Patriots. We mentioned it. Giants now the favorites. Um, Patriots 13 and 6 during the preseason since 2016 Bill Belichick 15 and 7 in the opening week of preseason quarterback depth charts Daniel Jones Tyrod Taylor Davis Webb for the Giants pretty good Mac Jones Brian, Hoer, Brian Hoyer rather, Bailey Zappi for the Pats and then the Titans and the Ravens tonight Ravens favored by 4 again the 20 game preseason winning streak for uh, for for John Harbaugh and crew by the way 40 and 12 36-15 um, 1 in ATS overall as we said Tannehill, Woodside, and Willis for the Titans in their quarterback rotation. Huntley, Hundley, and Anthony Brown out of Oregon for Baltimore. Again, I'm not a big preseason better, but those are all the things in the mix you need to know if you're new to this or newish to this, and you'll want to attack it. Coming back, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, next Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: If you dare.
3: The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting
2: network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. That's physically located. Located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Skill Alexander. One more thing, obviously, about preseason because I mentioned briefly hey, check the weather in the Florida games tomorrow. Um, but the Browns, as we mentioned, are, uh, are headed to Jacksonville tomorrow to take on the Jaguars. Check to see what the temperature is. Not only that, but the total is getting lower. But there's, I just want to clarify the Deshaun Watson thing again for. For, you know, anybody who who doesn't quite get the logistics, I guess, of the Deshaun thing at this point. So NFL appeals the six-game suspension issued by former federal judge Sue Robinson, the arbitrator. NFL has a right in the collective bargaining agreement to appeal it. Roger Goodell in charge of the appeal. He appoints someone to do his work for him, if you will. That's my words, not his. Um, and so we will see. All the reports are is that they want to throw the hammer at Deshaun Watson and Give him a full year. Some even say a full calendar year. Some are even saying it's not even about games; it's about a full calendar year. Um, either way, the first six games of the season, Deshaun Watson will not be in a Browns uniform because the NFLPA sort of implicitly seeded that when they decided when they said they're not appealing whatever Sue Robinson says. We're not appealing it. So the six games are the six games. Deshaun Watson will not be there for regular season games one through six because we are to assume, again, for all we know, assuming that it is the first six games of the season. Okay, great. That doesn't mean that Deshaun Watson can't play in the preseason unless the NFL were to step in here at a moment's notice, which we don't see coming down the pipeline. Deshaun Watson is playing at least some football tomorrow, which is very odd, very awkward situation, but know that he will be in the lineup uh, as we know it tomorrow but will not be in the lineup come game 1 of the regular season we'll find out how much beyond how far beyond that will be the case as well Eric eager from pro football focus joins us Dr. Eric eager to talk some NFL regular season how you doing Eric
3: Gil I'm doing great the weather in Cincinnati has uh abated a little bit it's only like 80 so <laughs> it's nice to like sit outside and I know and for you guys at the desert 80 feels like you know the middle of January but uh, at least out here it's nice to even go outside and be able to breathe a little bit
2: well because it's the humidity right like that's the issue
3: right yeah and the bugs and all that kind of stuff oh, so the bugs. I, it, it it feels like football weather man I can smell the grass uh, I'm ready to degenerately bet on some preseason games
2: okay that was really, that was gonna be my first question you do bet on preseason
3: I do. It's almost entirely, you know, news-based, right? Yeah. So you get the, the, the news that the Titans didn't travel the majority of their guys. You get the news that the Giants are going to play their starters. New England's not uh, that kind of thing. Other than that, I mean, there's really no handicapping. I mean, you're not, you're not looking at, at these games and saying, Oh, Kansas city's three and a half point underdogs to the bears because Kansas city's worse than the bears. No, right. it's, it's who's going to try. Who's that a first year head coach who doesn't, um, Additional to that, right, and I'm sure you, you know you're you, you, one of the best shows around. Your, your uh, listeners know this, but your know, totals are all in the 30s. A lot of these games are lined plus two and a half because we don't know anything about the two teams. You can tease basically the, you, to your heart's content in the preseason through the threes and the sevens. And I think that gets you a, a fair amount of betting handle during the preseason.
2: Yeah. I just, I sort of said last time I was like, don't get greedy with that. Like if you do it too much, the bookmaker's going to be like, okay, Eric eager, I'm flagging you. Yeah. Yes. Don't go crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well and, and there's a it's interesting right because there's a double edged sword you want to you know there's the PPHs and sort of places that'll let you do it at minus 110 there are, and then there are the dollar books that'll let you do it at minus 120 that you know minus 120 makes you be about a percent almost a percent and a half better per parlay or per uh, teaser leg and, and they'll also limit you for betting them. <laughs> so yes. that you know you know so so there's a, an issue like if you go to like you know I don't want to call anybody out but if you go to like uh, you know, a regulated legal book, and you bet you know round robin a bunch of teasers this weekend. A, you're not getting the best of it because it's going to be minus 120, or in some places like Barstool, it's like minus 150, which you should never do. And they're going to be like, oh, this person's sharp, and they're going to they're going to limit you. So just be careful about that.
2: Yep. What, by the way, just for giggles, what did you bet so far? Are you willing to share?
3: Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I round, and and a lot of the numbers are different now. So if I went and looked uh, I I think I'd probably forget but basically anything that was two and a half I just teased eight and a half because you know all those totals are under 40 so it's almost a blind bet there Um, the bets that I've also made um, I I did make uh, Ravens money line Uh, I was at Ravens camp a couple days ago uh, you know, I think that they're going to at least, you know, they're going to do their thing where they win 20 consecutive preseason games and cover the last nine. Uh, I did bet a little Giants first half because you know you're going to see Daniel Jones and some of those guys. You're not going to see New England's guys. Uh, and then I did take Kansas City plus the three and a half against the Bears because even though the Bears might play their starters. Uh, the Bears, the, the, there are a lot of second units in the NFL that would be favored on a neutral field against the Bears starters.
2: Oh, wow. Are they your let's go to full season talk now uh, talking to Eric Eager, uh, pro football focus, executive director of research and development. Are, are the Bears projected as your as your worst team? And I don't know about the NFL, but the NFC, at least like where do you rank them?
3: Yeah, the, yeah. So, AFC. I think there's much, there's likely going to be an AFC team that wins fewer games than the Bears, just because that conference is so much harder. Um, you know, there aren't any easy games. The NFC, like, there's going to be a bad team or, or a team right now that we don't think is very good that's going to make the playoffs. Just numbers alone in the in the NFC. I think it's going to be a lot harder in the AFC given how how many great teams there are but i do think the bears are going to are my favorites to be power rated the lead, the worst team in the nfl by season's end it's going to be hard for the panthers to be that bad with as good a defense as they have and you know with with mayfield kind of a career 500 quarterback going to be hard for them to be that bad atlanta's a, a one that i think is going to be bad but they're in year two of the rebuild versus the bears you look at the bears right now they have, they lead the nfl in cap space in 2023 91 million effective cap space and they have, you know, they might not just not even be trying this year, and that, and that's a good way to handicap some of these teams that have win totals, you know, near like six, six or seven. It's like the Jaguars, they're on, they're over the cap next year. They're trying this year, so if you want to bet they're over, you have no issues of vis a vis motivation. For the Bears, if you're going to bet they're over, you're not only betting that they're going to be good, but you're also betting that they're going to try. And and I and I think that that's a dubious bet. Jeez,
2: six and a half. By the way, we're showing at BetMGM the uh, under juiced at minus one forty-five on the Chicago Bears. All right, so you alluded to this. Let's just start there. If you know, post seasons always have a team, a surprise team. Maybe not the AFC, as you said, because the AFC is so stacked. Um, or maybe that does, maybe that does lend to perhaps a you know a team that we're not thinking about slipping in on the downside of that. But the NFC seems to be the one where there's going to be a team or two. Uh, team maybe two, where most people conventional wisdom again. Some of this is anecdotal, right? But some of it is uh is attributable to markets, and you can tell. But what what are the two teams, one or two teams, most likely to surprise us that could actually sneak in to a postseason this year? For those who bet yes, no playoffs.
3: Yeah, I, I mean we've we, we've joked about this, but I also that the numbers make it make it so, and and I the Detroit lions at four to one on DraftKings to me is a bet to make. I mean, I make it more like 27%. So you're getting like a 7% edge on four to one. Uh, You know, they're a team that had the second easiest schedule in the NFL. They never play a game after 1 PM Eastern the entire year. They don't go West of Minnesota. Um, They have, you know, obviously two first round picks. One of them's going to come in the middle of the season for reinforcements. DJ Chark has been, you know, a great addition for them. Charles Harris was one last year. And they play hard for Dan Campbell. They were a team that last year led the NFL in points scored when the game was under 1% win probability. Now, they're in a lot of games where so they have less than 1% win probability uh, because they weren't very good. But they, they played hard last year, 11-6 and six against the spread. So that's one that I think is easy. Um, I think if you want to look at the AFC, I think it's Jacksonville. Um, you know, I, when you go from incompetence at the coach to competence at the coach, uh, I think and, and a quarterback that can be really good and a quarterback who's going to be coached really well by Doug Peterson in, in the only weak division in, in the entire AFC. I think that's the one in the AFC that you have to look at. It, it's going to be harder for AFC teams, but if there's a pass through winning the AFC South seven to one for the for the Jaguars where I think that they can make the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I feel compelled to ask this because this is not at all quantitative at all, but I feel compelled. Does it worry you at all that those seem to be really popular choices for that, right? So in the case of Jacksonville, we've had any number of people come on and say, hey, Jacksonville. I mean, Urban Meyer, you know, it all starts with Urban Meyer was so bad that this uh, that they're, oh, they're, they're destined for a large improvement. And then in the case of Dan Campbell, I wonder, do you buy into a... An opportunity, if, if something like Hard Knocks gets people so behind this team that maybe there's an opportunity to fade, that the market actually goes out of whack on them?
3: Uh, great question, yeah. I think, um, you know, so for both of those teams, the market has moved. I mean, that and that's something that you want to have. And the, the You know, if you're, you know, the, and, and that's part of sports betting content, right? I think there's a pretty big edge in, like, in being a connoisseur of sports betting content and being like, wait, wait every single talking head, is on rams plus three and the number hasn't moved all week that means somebody who has real influence in the market is taking the other side you know so so yeah i do i do get worried a little bit but the market has moved in my in in that direction on both the jags and the and the and the detroit line so yeah. i'm a little bit okay with that
2: based on the timing of your bets
3: yes afterwards
2: okay uh we'll come back more with eric eager his favorite season win total bets maybe to the good maybe to the bad we'll find out next numbers game v in the sports betting network
3: Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network.
2: The college football guide is out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks here at v Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus... Best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early for a discounted $175. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the... Sports betting network. Skill Alexander on a uh, Thursday. Still to come, Bill Krakenberger, unscripted in studio. Will Hill will join us from the New York City cast, uh, get his baseball picks for the day, his thoughts on uh, NFL preseason. And who knows with Will, maybe he'll just be like, hey, I have week seven picks for everybody. I don't know what he's got in store for us. Um, before we get back to Eric Eager, Elliot Bowman, who's sitting in for parlay this morning, talking about what we were just saying about, hey, hey, good hard knocks like skew things, the betting markets in favor of the Lions or in favor of Dan Campbell. You have something about Dan Campbell specifically. What's this? The betting public loves the Lions, and they love Dan Campbell. At BetMGM, 31.3% of the tickets and handle for Coach of the Year are going to Dan Campbell, almost a third. <laughs> Come on, thirty? really? 31.3% for bro? Seems a little uh, nutty. Eric Eager, Doctor Eric Eager from uh, Pro Football Focus, kind enough to join us. Uh, I guess that's what we're talking about, Eric. They they love them some Dan Campbell, and, and at hard, there's a hard knocks boost, I guess.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think like uh, I mean, you even saw the Lions open this you know open the off with a win total of I believe six. Um, some places you could get six. I think minus one thirty as you know. A few weeks ago, even. And now you look at DraftKings, it moved like, and five cents is five cents, right? Especially, in, and I know your listeners know this, but like, if you're going to tie your money up for months and months and months, like, you do need to have an, a big edge, or else, you know, you could just turn it over on week to week stuff. But, you know, you saw that, you know, the price for the win total went from minus 115 to the over yeah. uh, to minus 120 after just one uh, episode of it. I, again, I think it's interesting, right? This is the, the, the confluence of a team that I think a lot of people are starting to see kind of like, Oh yeah, there are like seven first round picks on that offense. And, and, you know, and and they're also, you know, there, there's also the narrative. There's also the fact that like, I think head coach is a lot like, you know, president of the United States in the sense of if the guy's not calling plays, his job is to rally the troops. And, 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 you know, I think Dan Campbell, you might not be the smartest guy in the world, but these players play hard for him. He's
2: quite the rallier, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's start with your favorite season win totals bets. We'll get to uh, any division futures or any awards markets since we were just talking about Dan Campbell, coach of the year. Um, what about favorite season win totals? What are your best bets this summer?
3: Yeah, the the ones still available. I like the Washington Commanders over eight at at even money. Wow. Um, they have the like the fourth easiest schedule in the NFL. Uh, I think Scott Turner did a great job last year, and it just wasn't uh, capitalized upon by Taylor Heineke or Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson averaged fewer yards per carry on perfectly blocked runs than, like, Nick Chubb did on all runs. So uh, that was, that was uh, disappointing. The defense was injured, uh, you know, and didn't play well. They also had a, a tough schedule of quarterbacks, uh, you know, so they go back to an easier schedule of quarterbacks. I like that one, and that's, again, one where – uh you know I'm a little bit alone on that one. Um my unders, you know, I, I I like the Patriots and Dolphins unders. Um I you know I think that you know the Jets might not be necessarily the the beneficiary of that of that, but I just think both teams have fundamental issues that are going to keep them from being, you know, ten-win teams. Wow,
2: okay. So over on the Commanders under on the Dolphins and the Patriots, by the way, if I uh, made a hypothetical line for you on the week that Taylor Heineke replaces Carson Wentz, Eric, if I say five and a half, what do you give me over under?
3: Oh, over like, and this, this is like, I think the issue, right? Like sports betting. I mean, like I said, like there's so much good content out there. There's so much uh, content on the NFL. The, the places where you, you have to look to make money are places where people are, are wrong about things. Right. And I think, you know, if you rearrange Carson Wentz's season, you put that Jacksonville game in week eight, right? And we're, you know, the Colts might even have kept Wentz, right? And that team's, you know, lined at 10 wins and, you know, favorites to win the AFC South. Wentz on balance had like an okay season last year. And, you know, you go to Washington and, you know, I think a lot of people believe that the, the Colts have such a better supporting cast. I actually don't think so. I mean, the offensive line for Washington is pretty good. You don't have really a weakness there. Dotson, McLaurin, uh, you know, Samuel, Diami Brown. Uh, you get Brian Robinson from Alabama. I think there's like, I, I you know, I think Wentz, he's not going to be a great quarterback, but he's Taylor Heineke was pretty bad last year. And I think that he's going to be a standard deviation better than him. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, Wentz is trash? Therefore, Washington's going to be trash. And it's like, well, no, Washington won seven games with a lot of COVID and a tough schedule last year. And you bring in Wentz. Wentz is a win better than Heineke.
2: I will quote my mother, Eric, from your lips to God.
3: May it all happen. I don't know if I <laughs> buy
2: into it, but I'm just saying. Uh, okay, best division futures wager any division in the NFL. What do you like?
3: Uh, yeah, this is a good one. I do like the the Jacksonville um, one in the AFC South. I know you're, you're not getting as good of it um, as you had before. Um, but yeah, so Jacksonville right now, you're looking at eight to one. It's actually gotten a little longer. So that's, I, I like that one a lot. The the Colts to me are like the Cowboys. Uh, they're, they're rightfully favorites to win that division, but they're in my opinion, a coin flip to go completely pear shaped. And if they do, I don't think the Titans are necessarily good enough to be that shoe in that the last few years, they come in and win that division. I actually think the Jaguars can capitalize on that. So that's one I really like. Um, I, I also look at the NFC East and, you know, a very small Stabs at the Giants at eight to one. The Commanders at five to one because of what I just said about the Colts is absolutely true about the Cowboys. And while I think the Eagles are great, they remind me a little bit of last year's Commanders, where by the by the time this closes, they're going to be even with the Cowboys, and it's completely driven by media narratives that you know are not the sharpest.
2: Yeah. What did you get for the Jaguars? What was your number on the division for the Jags?
3: Uh, I, I I make them more like six to one. So eight to one, you're getting a little, you're getting some value there.
2: Okay. Um, let me do the opposite of that. This is more of a yes and no. This is more of a no, you know, to miss the playoffs bet. But bar, and I'm not talking about injuries. Obviously, if a key player, meaning a quarterback, gets hurt, obviously, all bets are off, as they say. But what is the team most likely to, conventional wisdom loves them, the team, in your opinion, most likely to crash and burn of the largely considered elite teams in the NFL?
3: Yeah, so... I think, but I think a lot of people believe in the Raiders. I know that they're the, they're, they're 13 to two to win that division. So they're not necessarily a favorite, but their win total is eight and a half. That team was more fundamentally like a seven win team last year. You look at their last four games. They, they won a two point game against Nick Mullins uh, on a Tuesday night game. You know, they, they got to face the Colts when they had COVID all over the place. They got to face the chargers when the chargers were in a classic meltdown spot for them. Uh, So that's one. And I'm going to stay in the same division. I think the Denver Broncos, uh, you know, win total of 10. I'm going to take under that. When you look at Nathaniel Hackett, even when he got Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers took a year. Now, I know they won 13 games, but at 19, they won 13 games based upon close games, a bad division and their defense. Um, Rodgers was not MVP caliber until year two under Hackett. And Wilson right now in his career is sort of in the same melees that Rodgers was. You know, he takes too much time in the pocket. He doesn't trust the offense. He moves around too much. And I think it's going to take a year for Wilson to hit that back foot and really trust the offense. And, and I think people believe it's just going to be a seamless transition to Denver right away. So that that's kind of, that's the other one where I, I think both of those teams, the, I think the AFC West is a tad weaker that everybody's giving it credit for from top to bottom. And I think it's because the Broncos and the Raiders are a little overrated.
2: Yeah. And then the chiefs have a ridiculously difficult schedule. I mean, there's gotta be a team in that division that just doesn't, you know, live up to the hype. That's for sure. All right. We have uh we have 90 seconds left here, Eric awards markets. Do you bet any of these?
3: I do. And, and, and right now, because these markets are so beat into shape, it's the way to bet on teams. And the one that I like is Kevin O'Connell, 20 to one to win coach of the year. Cousins, Jefferson, they put up great numbers last two years, but the Vikings haven't been able to win. I don't think they're going to put up better numbers, but I think by chance alone, Kirk Cousins has not lost a start by more than one score since Christmas of 2020. If that team somehow wins 11 games, wins the division, the credit's going to all go to that head coach, right? Because everything else has stayed the same. So O'Connell at 20 to 1 is the way to bet the Vikings. Uh, not over nine, not division, 20 to 1 O'Connell coach of the year.
2: I think that's such a that's such a great answer. We've done that in past years. They didn't cash, by the way, but I've said that in past years for the Dolphins when Brian Flores was the coach. Hey, if you're going to bet the Dolphins, bet Brian Flores. He's twenty to one. He's twenty five to one. That's the way to make that bet by proxy. And I think that applies to Kevin O'Connell. By the way, our mutual friend Aaron Schott from Football Outsiders when I confined it to the NFC, and I said if the coach of the year comes from the NFC, he said the same thing. Kevin O'Connell. By the way, if it came from the AFC, who would it be? In your opinion?
3: Oh, that's a that's a great one. Um... Oh, I, uh, I, don't, um, <laughs> I'm trying to, I, I honestly, it's Vrabel again. Vrabel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because the expectations have been lowered so much. A-
3: expectations are low and it's always a team with a quarterback like Tannehill.
2: Okay. Eric, great catching up, man. It's been a while. So I appreciate you making the time. Enjoy the rest of your, uh, your training camp summer. Let's get to the good stuff. Thanks for having me on.
3: My man. Yeah, thanks for having me on.
2: Eric Eager, everybody. Dr. Eric Eager from Proof Football Focus. You can follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Eric. Will Hill on the other side. Among other things, his baseball plays of the day. That's next. Numbers Game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
4: The numbers
3: game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odd specials, and much more, no matter what your favorite sport is. You'll find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offers not available in Nevada or New York. We get tweets. Normally, I would uh, race through race through some of these tweets, but uh, a lot of them are uh, Mike Manning. Gil, if you already gave uh, out your tennis picks, could you give them out again? Vinny G702, anything in tennis today? Um, yes, we gave them out at the beginning. Again, my prices that I got last night were better than existing, that, that exist now. Kinwen Zhang, plus 164 against Bianca Andrescu. That up in Toronto. Zheng is about plus 144 when we went on air today. I wouldn't go lower, uh, too much lower than that. I wouldn't get into the plus 130s with that because it's far gone from where I got it. Then Pablo Carreño Busta, plus 185. He's at plus 170 when we got on air today. I wouldn't go below plus 160 on that. So uh, both have moved since I bet. I'm sorry that the show is now and not last night, but uh, still playable at least by those parameters. Busta taking on Yannick Center, so two big dogs, one on the ladies' side in Toronto, one on the men's side up in Canada in Montreal. Um, by the way, we're, we're getting our first fantasy, first fantasy tweets of the uh, first fantasy questions of the year. Do we want to do this? Let's just speaking around. Am I better off drafting Kelsey at the end of the first with a tenth pick, or go running back and hope he's there on the reach around at thirteen? Oh, The reach around. Uh, you, I, you know, I don't know. Tyreek's not there anymore, right? So no deep threat. And Travis Kelsey's 33 years old. You would think defenses would key on him. So I don't know that you would draft Kelsey that eye quite frankly. There it is. There's my fantasy advice of the year. All further fantasy questions go to Todd Wright. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of the New York City cast. It's Will Hill. How you doing, Will?
4: I'm trying to get down on Colts first quarter here. Shefter just tweeted that Matt Ryan will put the entire first quarter. So like you mentioned in your open, so Dang. much of this is just information based. Get ahead of it. Uh, I am doing well. You look good, man. You got a, you got a lot of sun on vacation. My goodness.
2: Oh my. Uh, yeah. We, I was in uh, LA and my brother was just at the wind. So, you know, living it up. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for noticing. I think it's a little too much, quite frankly. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a different conversation. No, your point about the preseason again, <clears throat> for those who missed it, we started the show with like the sort of preseason 101. And I took I took a moment to say if I could only have one of all of those things, right? Underdogs historically, um, unders historically, coaching records, um, what else do we talk about? Temperature, you know, on and on and on. Information. Right. That's that's ultimately the king of all of this. And there you go. Did you get your first quarter Colts bet in?
4: Nah, could, couldn't really find it. I, I, I think I, uh, I
2: interrupted I, you. Oh yeah. It's probably not available widespread first course. Yeah. No, these, <laughs> these
4: darn books. I mean, come on. Uh, I would add a couple of things, get a group of friends that, you know, you trust that are on top of it and share the information. So if you see, like, I think it was Saturday, Reich Said, Hey, we're going to play our starters more than usual. We got a new quarterback, you know, just have a group of uh, guys have a network where you share information and you just, cause it's hard to stay on top of it 24 seven, just be staring at your phone. But if you got a group of guys that are on top of it, again, these lines move within minutes, uh, especially big, something big. Dig like that, but uh, staying on top of it is just so important. I don't know if you mentioned this aspect of it. It's a little like bowl games where these teams don't want to tie. Yes. If they're down a touchdown late, you know, that one and a half, two, two and a half, especially, you know, in games where the totals are lower, those points are so valuable. People say, oh, why would I take the plus two? I'll just take them to win outright. Well, uh, you know, if you're down 20 to 13 and you score a touchdown with a minute left, you know what? You're probably going to go for two. So you either win by one or lose by one, or, you know, maybe you give up a field goal on the other side of it and lose by two. So those one and a half, two, two and a half uh, are ultra valuable here in the preseason. And if 100- you like the favorite, just take the money line.
2: hundred percent. We talked about it with Crack last week on the show. Crack will be joining us at the top of the hour here. That key numbers in preseason for that reason, one of the many reasons, uh, that makes it a little different than a regular season game. Uh, what did you bet week one of preseason, sir?
4: You're assuming I have bets for the preseason? Oh, I do have dude. bets for the preseason. I am totally uh, I assuming. took the Titans. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on, how predictable is this? Talking I took the to Titans. Here? Yeah, of course. Uh, to me, you know, the Ravens are just overvalued with this streak. Twenty in a row. Three and a half is a big number. There's some fours out there. I think you said uh, that's just a big number for preseason. And I think Harbaugh, with all the injuries they had last year and reading everything out of Baltimore, he's gonna tone it down a little. He's gonna realize, look, they don't they don't hit you a trophy here in August. The Super Bowl isn't in the middle of August. Uh, I mean they were under like their four-string running back before the season even started last year. So I think they'll tone it down a little. I think the three and a half uh, is a little heavy. So I did take the Titans plus the points. It's really, I mean, think about doing anything 20 times in a row is amazing. The fact they've won 20 in a it's row, incredible. I know it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, but
2: it is. Yeah,
4: it really is probably the the best part of my handicap. I should have led it with this. Um, Anthony Brown, the former Oregon quarterback, will be playing quarterback for the Ravens tonight. So I like my Titans bet even better.
2: Yes. You know, it's so funny. Cause I, I just, I, I raced through the depth charts when I was doing this earlier, Anthony Brown comes up as third. I can remember, it's not often that I think about a college quarterback and think to myself, the very first thing is, God did, this is a terrible statement, because I'm sure he's a lovely guy, but the first thing in my head with Anthony Brown was like, man, did I watch a game or two where he was just God awful, and that's exactly what I'm thinking about, I'm like, I can't believe he latched onto a team
4: all oh, those Utah games. He was terrible. Oh, oh, he was, he just so killed them
2: bad. Yes. And
4: it, like every time they threw the ball, they were doing their opponent a favor. Cause their run game was pretty good. I mean he was just uh, the total weekly kind of college team. So uh, I don't know that hardball listens to the show, but if he is listening, Anthony Brown needs plenty of reps tonight, get him in there early, <laughs> throw the ball, sling it all over the yard. We need to see plenty of Anthony Brown
2: tonight. I'm sure I'll get an email from John Harbaugh momentarily. With that uh, reaction, that was it. So that's your preseason for tonight. Yes,
4: uh, I did take the Lions tomorrow. I don't, You know, again, the one and a half is so important, but anything plus with them, I just think Campbell's a psycho. I mean, we've seen him coach. You know, call timeouts down forty points in the fourth quarter. So I would think the preseason he's going to treat this like the Super Bowl. I think these games are going to matter. And like you said, the coaches. Uh, you know, who wants to win? That matters. Again, you can be it, it get a little dicey playing amateur psychologists, as I think as you like to say, uh, trying to figure out oh they're going to do this, they're going to do that. But I do think Campbell. Uh, you know, getting a point at home with his intensity, uh, I do like
2: the Lions tomorrow. With his intensity, do you get that, Elliot? With his intensity, uh, Felika and I give you all kinds of uh, flack for this. But do you have any like Week Twelve NFL bets? Because you come in here every week and you're like, "Hey, I like this in Week four. Uh You're not. You're not making any other bets in the regular no, I'm season. I'm pretty good. Are you? I
4: got my my Week 18 angle out there. I, I know <laughs> okay. you disagreed with it, but I didn't disagree uh, I with think...
2: it. I just think there's a lot of factors. Yeah.
4: Yeah, for sure. Oh, there's yeah. absolutely a lot of factors. For anyone who didn't hear it, I'm all about fading the division winners. Week 18, they have games, you know, spreads for all of these games. So if you can fade these heavy favorites of the division in week 18, I think there's a better than 50, 50 chance here. These teams are playing for nothing, and you might be in a situation where, hey, you bet the Lions plus 10 against Green Bay. Green Bay's resting people, and the Lions are the favorite. So, again, the line could move against you, but if it moves against you, it's only probably going to move a couple points. If it moves in your favor, you could have some, uh, some big advantages.
2: Okay, you're the host of the New York City cast, where all podcasts are available. I want, I want to give you a little, let's do a little word association, or not even word association, but just give me your quick one-sentence reaction. Uh, the Giants season. What's your reaction? How's that going to go? Next year. Next year. Next year. That, yeah. Jet season.
4: Oh, that's <laughs> it's, my reaction. This is fabulous. It's going to be a long one. This, yeah. is the,
2: this is the kind of insight you'll get on the New York City cast, everybody, by the way. Um, okay. Baseball. Mets.
4: I mean, they never
2: lose. They're just a machine. They may, they're just you, an absolute machine. You texted machine. me. They may never lose again. That was what you Unbelievable. texted Okay. And the, and the Yankees, like, are you worried? Like, come on, Will. you got to have a little concern here, right?
4: Even when they were winning, I said, you know what? Yeah. I don't think they're this good. I'll go the other way. Now that they're not playing well, we always hear the expression getting hot at the right time. Maybe they're getting cold at the right time. I, I don't know what the right take is to be, yeah. uh, come on here and say, you know what? They're flawed. They're not going to win. Maybe that's the right take. But also, look, their season, they're going to win the division. Their season starts in October. They're going to have Cole on the mound. We'll have Stanton back. I, I don't think they're great. They're certainly flawed. Uh, it was nice to see Joey Gallo hit a home run last night. Welcome to the season. But I wouldn't count them out yet either.
2: All right. Baseball play or plays of the day. What do you got?
4: Uh, First five under in Philly versus Miami. Uh, I believe it's four. Uh, If if baseball, if they just outlawed baseball bats, the Marlins might just have the best team other than the Mets. But, man, they cannot hit with no birdie, with no chisholm. They are just a disaster offensively. They have so much pitching, though. So uh, I did play the under in the first five.
2: Is there anything worse? I I say this periodically. I think about all the the things we bet on in sports. Is there any worse feeling? I know you're not betting the side here. But is there any worse feeling than betting the side of a poor offensive baseball team? Like in having to live through that for for five innings or for nine innings of the worst. But you're going under first five on that.
4: Under first five, and they're pitching. This kid Cabrera pitching today. He is unbelievable. They just have arm after arm. They can't keep him healthy. You know, Rogers was bad this year. Now he's hurt. Sixto Sanchez, remember him? He hasn't pitched in forever. Yeah. Um, Max Meyer had Tommy John surgery. I think he was like the second pick in the draft. So they have like eight, nine, ten pitchers that you know arms that people would just drool over. They just can't hit, and they can't keep these pitchers healthy.
2: Any other bets before we go? Or is that the only one? I think
4: that's one? all I got in baseball. I did also play, I made a small bet on the uh, the Rockies with
2: Marquez on the mound. Oh, there you go. Okay. I knew you were holding down on this little Rockies bet there. All right, Will, how often is the uh, New York City cast weekly?
4: Four days a week, sometimes five days a week. This week, Ian Eagle, the creator of uh, Freezing Cold Takes, uh, and most importantly, you, the listener.
2: Did you ask Freezing Cold Takes about the Kelly Bidlin Freezing Cold Take? You got to.
4: No, I didn't. I could text him about it. I missed that one. I'll
0: let you know what that was about on the other side.
2: Coming back with Bill Krakenberger
0: next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365.